Hey everybody, it's me, AHMU, and we are back with Geek Empowered on Air. It's been a super long time, and I know I take huge gaps from being back on air. And I figured today, hey, why not? I was setting up a podcast. I was actually setting up a podcast on Anchor app for Geek Kids and Company because I wanted to see... Well, I talked to my kids a couple of weeks ago about starting their own podcast if they're interested. And they are interested, so we're gonna try to see how to start rec- how we're gonna start recording for that. So, meanwhile, um, I wanted to jump back on air for Geek Empowered and just kind of do some updates and also share some tips because we are starting a couple of new series just to get the ball rolling on our content. So, welcome back. So this week I got the opportunity to go to two different events. I was able to go to Shy Hack Night last Tuesday, where the event was envisioning equity, being nice is not enough. Um, I was lucky enough to participate in one of the breakout sessions where they talked about how to be anti-racist. Like, what does that look like in terms of um, the organization that runs Shy Hack Night? Because I believe they're turning into a nonprofit. So they just talked about like, how do they be, how do they become anti-racist? How do they become more inclusive? And it was a really good conversation to be in. So I was very excited about participating in that. And also the second event that I was able to go to recently is Inclusive Dev Tech Hero and Southside Developer Meetup. It was hosted by Zam Labs at The Woodline on the south side of Chicago at 1200 East 79th Street, Chicago, Illinois. And I loved, I was able to do a live show there for the other um, business that I run, Code Burnout. And um, I was able to do a live show with my friend Danny Banks. So I had a ton of fun and there was a ton of people that I knew there. And there was some really good conversations happening about how we can one, support each other as we are starting up these different businesses. And also, how do we solve, get into the act of solving our own problems that we are seeing on a daily basis? And I think the one story that stuck out to me was um, there was one developer that was there and he works out of the wood line. And every day he will see trucks getting stuck in the viaduct like they try to go under the bridge it gets stuck so then he came up with the idea of almost like a google maps but it tells you where where all the bridges are and all the viaducts and how tall are they and can you make it under and if you can't make it under here's the alternate route to get around it and i thought like that was like a really really good idea and it's just having more conversations like that can help us in the long run and also neil Neil Sales Griffin, like he was there, he was able to speak. He also said something that stuck out to me, which was if we look at our day to day and we just take a really good look at what can make us more productive, then that would be huge. Also, just looking at our day to day and looking at all the tasks that we do and like how time consuming it is and thinking of ways that we can just make it better. So I thought that was really good information for um, that event. 
So there was a lot of good presentations. I got to hear from Code Nation, and I believe they're looking for volunteers to come teach high school students like a code curriculum so they can get careers in tech. They were a really good group to hear from. And then just being with Tiffany Michael is amazing. Like she is so good at bringing people together who are about the same values and like just helping us connect. Like she's amazing. Get to know her. Like she has a medium that I follow where she blogs about her journey as an entrepreneur and all the things that she does. And she's also on Twitter. She's also on Instagram. Just follow her and support what she does because like everything she does is truly amazing. So I was very excited to to be at that event and to be in that space. It gave me the extra boost I needed today to kind of just jump on things and make sure that I am on the right track. So I was super stoked about that. And now the event, the so far, the event that is coming up, I plan on going to, (coughs) excuse me, I was holding on to that cough for a really long time. So I am trying to get through the door for FWD. Um, Let me make sure I pull up the right information. I don't want to pull up the wrong information because I just got the email. Oh, is it .io? See, this is what happens when I Google things on the fly. I just run into all the wrong stuff. Okay, FWD Collective. So they're a community focused on diversity and inclusion. They have a, I believe it's a conference. Is it a conference? I hate when I don't get my stuff right. Because I literally just saw the email and I was like, I have to, they're having a summit. I knew I was using the wrong term. So FWD for Women and Diversity Collective Summit Chicago 2019 is coming up in September and I want to be there so I'm trying to get there as a vendor but um I might just get a regular ticket and participate but I'm really trying to be there as a vendor so this summit is dedicated to discussions on professional inclusion inclusion business development venture capital growing and building teams and beyond it's a really really nice event to go to Michael is another amazing person she is very good at bringing people together in a space to get the work done i loved her past events she's a great person to be around her energy just is just contagious and you just want to be around her all the time and just learn all the things so if you're in chicago september 12th please go to that event i will be there either as a vendor or as an attendee and um and that's it for that event now we're going to move on to our next segment. So let's talk about the tech tip of the day, SEO. So what does SEO do? It helps make your website link or your content go higher on the search results when people are searching for certain keywords or keyword phrases on google for example if you are looking for hair braider in chicago heights illinois then luckily if hair braiders that live in chicago heights or work in chicago heights have the location and the actual words chicago heights on their actual website then their website will show up in those lists of results this works not only for location but also for certain services so that's why a lot of people talk about being super specific 
and super and super um, niched driven when it comes to thinking about how you promote your services. For example, for us, if I do web design, um, I want to narrow that down. Like, okay, do I work with product-based businesses versus service-based? Do I work with a certain industry? Like some, some platforms build websites specifically for real estate clients. So if you're in the real estate field and they're looking for a website, you already know by working within that certain niche that you're going to get certain aspects or certain features on your website because that person has dealt with real estate clients before. For example, specifically for real estate clients, you need to be able to pull up listings for houses and apartments. And that takes a lot of work if you do that from scratch, but you need to be able to add a MLS system to the website for it to work properly. Someone that has a niche where they work specifically for real estate, they know to do that. So then on their website as a service, they will need to call out, okay, web design services for real estate agents. So that way, if a real estate agent searches for that, their listing will come up. And what I like to tell people when it comes to SEO, if you're confused on what keywords to, to use first, you need to erase all the terminology you have in your head because the way that we see our business is going to be completely different from how our customers or clients see it. So a, I may think that a client might search for UX design or content strategy. But to be honest, if a small business is looking for someone to help them with their social media, they're not going to type in content strategy unless they know that term specifically. They may search for something like Instagram help, build my followers on Instagram, um, create videos for Facebook or how to start a podcast. They might search for really specific terms. So that is how specific you have to get when it comes to your SEO. So how do you implement these things? So there's different things that you can do. One of them is going into the back end of your website and making sure that you have those right titles displayed, that you have the right meta titles, the right meta descriptions, that you have the right things on each page, every page that you can get access to. And there's also other levels to this where you can create, like the biggest way is to constantly create content. That's why blogs are super important because they constantly push out keywords, your, your old keywords, your new keywords, long-term keywords. Your blog is going to be something that is constantly pushing that out to the public. So you want to make sure you stay on top of that. And then also video. Video is huge. And video is huge because in the search results for Google, the first thing that comes up is video, maybe photos, the ads, and then it goes down to the links. So in your view, when you're looking at search results, you may see a whole bunch of other things before you even get to the first link. So that's why video is super powerful because even if you're not super strong with your SEO, if you have a video that's really specific for those keywords and you have those long tail keywords in that video, that video may be the first thing that people see just because your SEO is on point for that video. So video is good. Blogging is good. Photos is good. Um, it's not great. Like a lot of people um, will debate back and forth whether or not people should pay attention to the photos. So it's good to implement it, but don't put too much time into your photos. 
And then another big thing is structured content. So this is where it gets a little bit more technical and Google has a way of structuring content to show it in a list of search results. So a good way to, to see an example of structured content is putting in a how-to question or putting in a what's better question or how do I um, question. So that way you can see at the top of those results, it may not look like a link right away, but it's something that you can uh, click open and click close. That's a good example of what structured content look like. There's also FAQ cards. So if you, if you're searching for uh, frequently asked questions for um, cleaning or for websites, what you can see is certain cards that will bring up articles. Like it'll bring up articles where you can go more into details for it. So Google loves structured content, but to create structured content is very, very difficult to do. You do need to know how to do um, JavaScript. So that is a big thing. You need to make sure you know JavaScript. You have to make sure that all the tags are correct because Google, in order for Google to show your structured content, you have to make sure that you have all the right tags in place with the right information for it to show properly. So that's another big thing that you can do with your SEO. And how do you stay on top of these things? Like, how do you even know where you where you rank? You You want to put analytics on your website as soon as possible and you want to learn what you're looking at um you may fall into a situation where you may not get a lot of clicks but you might get a lot of impressions and what are impressions impressions mean that people may not have been directly searching for you they may have been searching for something else but your website your link showed up on their search results so you are showing up but no one is clicking so you may have to look into different reasons for why that is happening but you won't even know until you get those analytics up and you study them. Um, Squarespace is surprisingly good, surprisingly good with analytics because they not only show you the impressions and the clicks, but clicks, but they also show you the keywords that you are popping up for. And that is really important because if you're getting if you're getting high impressions and you're getting like maybe low clicks, then you could think about okay, what long tail keywords can I work off of to increase my click rate? So these are things that you can look at into SEO. Um, I would advise going to, um, there's a couple of resources out there. Neil, Neil Patterson, I, I wanna make sure I get his name right. Neil, Neil, I'm not doing great with the googie, with googie, with Google. <laughs> Neil, is it Armstrong? No, it's not Armstrong. Um, let me just type in SEO, see what pops up, because he'll probably be the first thing. Neil Patel, so N-E-I-L-P-A-T-E-L.com. He is really good with SEO. That's a good resource to go to. And then if you need help getting your SEO uh, together, if you need help setting up structured content and doing the code for that, if you, if you need help coming up with a list of ideas of blog posts and videos and photos that you could put out there we can do a mind mapping session where we kind of break everything apart and go through all the different possible types of content and topics that you can do for your business so feel free to find us on geekempowered.com and schedule a session with us and that's it for this episode of geek empowered on air i'll catch you guys next time hopefully it will be weekly so it won't be too long until I pop back on here. All right, peace.